this hour. In fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you, and thank you, Ace Hardware folks. They are helpful, and they're nice people. Welcome to our program this afternoon. We are live. Can you imagine that? An AM radio program on the weekend live. It is 13 after, and it's not 13 after anything, it's March 13, and it's uh, 6 after 1, and uh, let me see, how can I prove that I'm live? Let me see what the Ohio State score is right now, because I'm a Buckeye. I don't think they're ahead. At halftime, it's 27-26. There you are. There you go. Playing Michigan. Who's that? I think I've heard of them. Oh, they are good, unfortunately. Come on, Bucks. Uh, anyway, uh, we are here to talk about landscaping and gardening and the plants at your place. Mike Bass is running the boards and answering the phones. Don't even bother asking Mike how the score is coming. Mike doesn't even know that they're playing. Mike doesn't care. And uh, so that's fine. Mike is a wonderful uh, board operator, producer, technical person of my program, and I am really lucky to have him. And so give us a call, and I'd like to help you. It's 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. If this is the first time that you have heard my program, let me just tell you. I started doing this kind of commercial uh, radio, gardening radio, in 1978, in January of 1978. So that's, uh, that's a while back. And it was at 570 on the dial. Then it was WFAA Radio, News Talk 57. And uh, I was there for two and a half years and then moved to another place on the dial for 30 years and then came to WBAP, sister station, to KLIF. And I'm still there on Sunday mornings. Mike and I move across the aisle and down the down the hall and, uh, and all that. And we're there on Sunday mornings from 8 until 10. And uh, so whatever that is, 40, 43 years now of uh, commercial radio, and I love doing this. I have the blessing of getting to talk about my favorite hobby of my life as a career. I never dreamed I'd be doing that. If I had, I would have not gotten two degrees in horticulture. I would have at least taken some course somewhere in there in broadcast journalism. But let's talk about plants, the plants at your place, 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. I always begin my program on Saturdays with the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week. And I have a pet that is altogether great for you today. You remember the Johnny Cash song, One Piece at a Time? Uh, where he assembled a car. He worked in the auto factory, and he assembled a car one piece at a time, and it had parts of all kinds of automobiles. Well, listen here. This one is really fun. The photo that they sent me is just of, uh, it's just a, it's a, uh, as you would say if you were a sculptor, a bust. It's the head and shoulders. Today's SPC, you got to know dogs a little bit to, to know what I'm talking about here. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Oscar. Oscar is an adorable nine-year-old Welsh Corgi and Shepherd mix. He has quite an unusual look, with a short, stout body and legs of a Corgi, but the face and markings of a Shepherd. He has a German Shepherd head and the body, <laughs> the body of a Welsh Corgi. This cute older gentleman is looking for a laid-back home where he can spend his golden years. According to his previous owners, and sometimes folks have to uh, give up their dogs because they go into assisted living and can't have a pet with them or whatever. Oscar is very intelligent. You know, both of those breeds are highly intelligent animals. Oscar is very intelligent. He knows several commands like sit, stay, come, down, heal, and shake. On top of that, he is reportedly well house trained and he enjoys playing outside, but he can also be lazy at times and he thrives on having a typical routine. In his previous home, Oscar got along with both dogs and cats and enjoyed meeting new people at home. Oscar would do best in a home without young children under the age of 15. After all, he's nine years old and he just likes to have a quiet place. The SPCA of Texas encourages you to bring all family members to meet Oscar. Oscar is waiting to meet you at the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center in Dallas. To request an appointment to meet 
Oscar, visit spca.org slash adopt. That's Oscar, and he is a he is a German shepherd trapped in a corgi body. He's <laughs> just great. I had, no, I don't want to confuse it, um, uh, because that's, that's, what, that's what Oscar is. He's, he has the Welsh corgi shape and size and a German shepherd head. And just a beautiful dog. Just like makes you smile when you see him. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, uh, SPCA of Texas, Oscar has been neutered, microchipped. He's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines, and he's waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center at 2400 Lone Star Drive at I-30 west of Hampton Road. Adoptions are available by appointment. Adopters will need to submit an adoption inquiry form in order to begin the adoption process and schedule an appointment to complete the adoption. Browse the available animals at spca.org slash findapet and visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. Now again, to request an appointment to meet uh, Oscar, visit spca.org slash adopt. If you want to see the photos, you go to spca.org slash find a pet. And Oscar is the name you're looking for, and you'll enjoy that visit. That's the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, sponsored by Arborological Services. What is that word that Neil just said? It's arborological. Let's just do it phonetically. It's one word. Um, there's nothing cute about it. It's not a not a hyphenated, put together word. Arbor is the first uh, would be the first five words. A R B O R are letters, and then I logical, arborological services. And uh, these are the folks who are the leaders in the tree care industry. They have led their industry by showing the way to the outstanding tree service that that they provide. Twelve International Society of Arboriculture certified arborists. That's uh, ISA, Certified Arborist. They have college-degreed plant pathologists, horticulturists, and foresters on their team. Three of their people have been selected as Arborists of the Year for the state of Texas. There's only one of those a year. And the three of the people have been singled out as being the best in the state for each of those three years. They have a, an 11-time Texas State tree climbing champion, uh, Miguel Pastanez, on their team. And they have other winners of that prestigious award. And that's for safety and for accuracy of the work that they do and for the quality of the work that they do. Arborological Services. I can tell you that if I had an award to give out, they would give it from our landscape. They're the only people who will ever touch our trees. For complete tree management from a routine feeding and, and tree care of uh, pest control all the way to pretty exotic things like lightning arrests and, and uh, consultation in, in court cases. Uh, involving trees and tree losses. They do it all. That's Arborological Services, the best in the business. It's a toll-free number. They are strictly a local company, but to make it easier for all the different area codes, it's 866-552-7267. Arborological.com is the website. They're all over my website. They're all over my eGardens newsletter. They're longtime advertisers and longtime friends. 866-552-7267, arborological.com, arborological services. Hi, I'm Mandy from Hewlin Ace Hardware in Fort Worth. Come see us in the garden center for all your plants, pottery, and decor. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. All right, Mandy, thank you very, very much. And our first call up today is Bill in Grapevine. Bill, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello, Neil. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm very blessed. All right. I think I recognize uh, that voice, don't I? You do indeed. All right. Yes. Good to hear from um, you always. Listen, I, you've sold me again with your Wild Birds Unlimited on getting some bird feeders, but I think in the past have been frustrated with a forest of weeds cropping up beneath those feeders. I know you said you had seven sprinkled around the estate. So what do you do about the weeds? Yeah, the estate. Um, Bill, the, uh, the weeds are not a problem. 
Um, and the reason is that I have two kinds of seed that I used. One of them is, um, well, I actually have three. Uh, one of the ones that I use in the greatest quantity is black oil type sunflower seed. All of these I get at Wild Birds, so just to answer that question that didn't get asked. Uh, the oil type sunflower seed, if they do germinate, are big, uh, big seedlings that are very easily uh, uh, cut with a hoe in, in just, I could do it with one hand. They're so easy to break off. It takes micro moments to cut them if they do germinate. Usually, however, I find that ground feeding birds, doves and other things that, that are uh, more likely to be down on the ground will eat those seeds, any that fall. I, I don't use any of the blends that have millet in them. Millet is what usually comes up. It looks like uh, grass. Okay. Okay, so that's that's one secret. The other seed that I use for the blue jays and, and uh, to a degree some of the other birds, but especially the blue jays, they are just such comedians, is, is in, in shell peanuts, whole peanuts that are just uh, raw peanuts, and, and the blue jays pluck them out of the special feeder that I have. Well, they're not going to sprout, so they're not a weed problem. And the third thing that I have, they have cylinders at, at wild birds that are pressed. They're hard-pressed, and they have seeds of different kinds, and they also have mealworms uh, that are obviously uh, deceased, but they're pressed into these cylinders, and nothing falls from those. The birds peck away at those, and, and we have woodpeckers that come to those. And uh, so that's all, and, and um, uh, by buying the quality seed that the Wild Birds has, I, I find that I don't have any weed problem at all. But if you did, you could, you could use a sharpened hoe and just, and just uh, easily enough scrape them when they're small. All right. I think millet has been my menace, probably. The birds don't um, like it, and they just kick it out onto the ground. And it sprouts. And, and oh, yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. Okay. Well, the cylinder that you're describing there is that like suet? The suet? No. Cakes? No, the suet cakes are, are usually flat. They're they're shaped uh, an yeah. inch thick and kind of like a, a like a little piece of lumber or something. They go right. in special feeders. The cylinders I'm talking about are they have I think two different sizes. They're four inches in diameter, I would say, with a a, a hole down through the center that fits over a post. They have a little uh, uh, hat that goes on the top of them to keep them dry. They're about uh, 10 inches tall, 8 or 10 inches tall, and the birds peck away at them over a period of several weeks, two or three or four weeks. And uh, they're they're really cool. They're 12 or $14, something like that, and they're they're uh, wonderful. I'll try birds. that. Yeah. Oh, they're, you sold me. They're great. <laughs> All right. Well, you sold me for many years, too, so <laughs> well, indeed. Time, I, time I traded the, the, the favor back. Hey, is it too soon to be putting out uh, hummingbird feeders? Um, I don't know. Nobody has reported that they've seen them yet in North Texas. It would seem to me to be a little bit early. I've had so much of the migratory uh, northern birds still at our feeders, the goldfinches and the uh, siskins, that I'm not, not rushing to take those down and put the hummingbirds up yet. So okay. I think, I think it might be by a couple weeks. I don't know. I'll have to ask. All right. Well, keep I'll up tell you what, work, if, if you if you will listen at 245, I'll have uh, Pastor Tommy Brummett on, and Tommy is our birder, and I'll ask Tommy. I'll be tuned in. All right. Thank you, Bill. You bet. Take Bye -bye. care. Bill Bailey sold my radio ads for me for 15 or 20 years, a long, long time, a dear friend. So good to hear from him. All right, let me tell you about my book, Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Uh, I have indeed, we found about 20 more boxes of books this week, and we have we have cleared them out. This is the end of this, uh, uh, this fourth printing of the book. Uh, several hundred sold through eGardens and uh, this morning on my statewide program, and this will be the last weekend for this uh, this printing of the book. As I mentioned to you last week, uh, there will be a hiatus of about three or four weeks. While the uh, fifth printing is on the presses, it will go on the presses a week from Monday. Uh, there is a paper shortage. It's always something. Last year it was the pandemic that slowed the presses. This year it is the paper shortage. They'll get started, but they don't have enough paper to finish the jobs. Oh, my. Anyway, if you would like to get one of the remaining copies of the fourth printing, and there will be very, very minor changes between fourth and fifth, uh, then I have them. I'll be signing books this, uh, this afternoon after this program is over, this evening, 
and tomorrow afternoon and evening, and I'd be happy to sign one for you. Every book is signed after it sells. When they're gone, then it'll be uh, wait until the fifth printing is finished. This phrase, Lone Star Gardening, 11 chapters covering every aspect of outdoor landscaping, lawns, and gardens, fruit and flower, and vegetable gardening. For the whole state of Texas, every county in Texas, 344 pages, hardback, printed on that high-quality paper, 840 of my best photographs. Chapter 2, I always point out to you, is a 48-page chapter. It's a calendar in words telling you what do you need to do each month. Four pages per month of what needs to be planted, pruned, fertilized, and sprayed in that month. The book is only $34.95 plus tax and postage. The uh, fifth printing will be more expensive. The book is not in stores. It won't be in stores. It won't be on Amazon. It's not now. The way you buy it is from my website. Satisfaction is completely guaranteed or I'll refund every penny you spend. $34.95 plus tax and postage. Signed copy. I'll be doing it over the weekend. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Go to neilsperry.com, but don't delay. I'd go there right now if you are interested in the book before this fourth printing is exhausted. neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. When the people at Advanced Foundation Repair called to say they wanted me to do ads for their company, I told them I'd need references, people for whom they'd done work. I spent several weeks checking them all out, and the reviews were just fabulous. That was more than 20 years ago, and people are still thanking me for referring them to these leaders in the foundation repair industry. Affordable, innovative, honest, punctual, it's Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. Lens Landscape Lighting not only adds beauty to your home, it's also a demonstrated security enhancement. When it comes to your greatest investment, safety and security never look so good. And Lens Landscape Lighting also makes the curb appeal of your home shine even brighter after dark. Expertly installed outdoor lighting by Lens ensures the beauty of your home never takes a night off. For more info, go to LensLighting.com. That's L-E-N-T-Z-Lighting.com. Let know their lighting is beautiful. We have it and couldn't be happier. Lentz Landscape Lighting, L-E-N-T-Z. Let me tell you about WhizQ Stone. I have that in our landscape as well. I'm a believer in my advertisers, I'll tell you. You hear that as I do their ads. WhizQ Stone, I'm a believer in these people as well as people go. Mike and Derek Wisnan, a second and third generation in this business. Business began in 1983. Their 22-acre stone and and gravel yard, but it's not gravel like you'd put on a driveway. This is decorative gravel like you would put in a a river, dry river bed or something of that sort, stream bed through your landscape. It's beautiful stone at Whiskey Stone. What a great afternoon this would be to go to Whiskey Stone. At 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth, every landscape deserves. You have earned the right to have stone from Whiskey Stone. And you need to talk to Mike and Derek when you go there. You will find them to be ultimately helpful. They will uh, work with you to, to plan the landscape of your dreams in terms of the stonework. If you say, well, I know I need a retaining wall or I want a, uh, a beautiful patio and I want it to be natural stone, whatever it is, they will show you the different kinds of stone. They and their people will show you and uh, work with you to plan that as to how much they need to deliver. Anywhere you can hear me, they can deliver to you. And uh, it is just an, a wonderful experience to go there. It's a destination place to go. It's a long ways from our house. I love going there, and you will too. Whiskey Stone, 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. For more information, go to their website at whiz-q.com. Q as in quarry. You're beginning to see how this comes from. Whiz as in a Wiznat, the uh, the family name. WHIZ-Q.com or call them at 817-429-0822. Open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays. Whiskey Stone, 817-429-0822, 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. It's Whiskey Stone. I'm Scott from Lakewood Ace Hardware in Dallas. 
When you need reliable, localized help for those gardening products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you very, very much. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Michael in DeSoto. Michael, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, my question is going to be about a jasmine vine. Okay. I uh, I bought a jasmine vine last year. I've got a uh, – I've written down all everything I want to say. So I bought That's a fine. jasmine last year. I put it in a pot. It's about 22-inch diameter. 17 inches deep, I put in good gardening gardening soil, and the freeze killed it. I want to know, will it come back? Did I put it in the wrong pot, or maybe no pot at all? And if I have to replace it, what kind of flowering vine for my arbor should I use? All right. <laughs> and, I, and I have one question I've written down to ask you back. Yes, sir. What kind of jasmine? It's a... Uh, White star. Okay, that one's not winter hardy in our area. That's that's going to be the problem. Um, uh, and and I'll warn you that when you have a plant in a pot, you lose about 20 degrees of winter hardiness. In other words, a plant that normally would make it in our area very well is going to be more tender in our area if it's in a container. Um, very good. Yeah. So I'd be. Do you have access to the soil there, or is it a is it a hard the soil? Surface? problem with the soil there <clears throat> it's cleachy it's bad soil oh i know it's desoto hard. our dentist used to be in desoto he's <laughs> retired now but we came to desoto a couple times a year there yeah, isn't it, there isn't any soil in desoto is there <laughs> no it's real bad soil yeah um you know one vine that might work for you if there's any way to to hack out a, a place to plant it uh, how big an arbor do you have? Is it a big one or is it a fairly no, small? It's a, it's a old bit, uh, about six foot tall, three foot wide. Okay. Well, the one I, the plant I was going to mention is too big for that. It would overwhelm it. Um, you know, one thing you could do, Michael, is just replant that each year. No, going into the year that you're going to have to do that and okay. get a nice one in the spring and just know that it's an annual. Um, All right. There are a couple of other pretty annual vines that would grow quickly and would be pretty on an arbor. One of them is uh, is the hyacinth bean. Work with me on this one. Uh, yeah. It it is it looks like a bean. Uh, it has pods. It is a bean. It has maroon leaves. And, and the fact that I grew up in College Station kind of overlooked this for me now. It has it has maroon leaves and maroon pods and maroon flowers. Uh, Thomas Jefferson grew it in in Virginia, at his plantation, and and it, and so it's not just Aggies that like this plant. It was historically a yeah. favorite back then. It's a really pretty plant, and as it gets cool in the fall, everything colors up beautifully. So that's hyacinth bean, uh, just like the like the uh, spring bulb flower, hyacinth bean. Uh, so that's one. Morning glories would be a possibility. Uh, they don't bloom until late summer. Uh, a lot of people think they'll start blooming right away as soon as they plant them, and yeah. they don't. Uh, your your jasmine would be another possibility, and there are a couple of uh, tropical jasmines that you could use. Uh, there's a, a plant called uh, Thumbergia, a clock vine, that is very pretty. So there are some other options for you, but all of them will probably have to be replaced every year okay. as long as they're in pots. Uh, what about the climbing rose? I know there's a climbing rose with a little pink flower. Yeah, there are. Um, and the only problem with the roses is the rose rosette virus that has been so uh, damaging oh. in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And plus, they're not going to make it above ground. They're, they would in in they would in the ground. They won't in pots. They'll freeze okay. in pots, even in a regular winter, much okay. less in a winter like this year. Okay. All right, then. I yeah. guess that's got it. Yeah, they, I'm trying to think of uh, the the other thing that would be a possibility for you uh, would be Carolina jessamine, not jasmine, but jessamine. It's an evergreen vine that's a refined grower. It's a pretty plant. Now, they froze even in the ground this year. People, uh, Most of the ones that people have had, they've lost. But in most winters, it will make it through the winter very well, and that might be worth trying and, and see how you do with it. It's a native to East Texas. It blooms in early spring. It only blooms the one time, but it's a beautiful vine 
even when it isn't blooming. So okay. that's a possibility. Carolina jessamine. That sounds like a good one. It is a good one. I hope yeah. I helped. Oh, you did. Yes, sir. Thank All you. Right. Have a great day. Thank you, sir. All right, that opens his line. If you'd like to call, it's the only line we have open, 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Let me see where I am here. I'm getting myself all tangled up here. It's time to tell you about Ace Hardware. They are the sponsors of this hour, next hour, every hour, this entire year. That's really a nice sound of that, isn't it? As a, as a talk show host, it's a very nice sound. And as a, a person recommending a, a sponsor, it's a wonderful sound because I know how well you'll be treated when you go into your neighborhood, Ace Hardware. First thing that will happen is you'll be greeted when you go in the door. And I know that feels good. Uh, it's uh, not much fun to go into a big impersonal place where you have to look down a bunch of corridors to see if there's somebody there that will help you. At Ace, that's not going to be the case. They will help you. They will uh, they will ask uh, what kind of uh, help you would like, and then they'll find the best person on duty that day to help you. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace retailer to find a great deal on Ortho Weed Clear for lawns. Sale price is nine forty nine. Save three fifty with your Ace Rewards card. Pay only five ninety nine. Limit of two. Ortho Weed Clear is specially designed for northern and southern lawns. You'll see results in hours. It kills weeds down to the root. It kills more than 250 common weeds, including dandelions, clover, poison ivy, chickweed, and dollar weed. See the product label for a complete list of the weeds. It contains three proven ingredients that target common lawn weeds and it won't harm your grass when used as directed. There are three ways to purchase. It's in ready-to-spray hose-in concentrate, ready-to-use trigger sprayer, or in concentrate form. That's Ortho Weed Clear, available at Ace Stores. They're parts of our neighborhoods. They're places where you can get help. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Dallas-Fort Worth, it's Glenn Beck. Have you ever heard the President of the United States say, I will issue further guidelines on what you can and cannot do. You have no power under the Constitution to do that. You cannot do it. Join me from 9 till noon, live from the Metroplex, right here on Real News and Information, 570 KLIF. Neil Sperry's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter that comes from my computer directly to your email every Thursday night, just a little after 6 p.m. Like I get mine at 6.04 every week. We have about 70,000 people that uh, get uh, eGardens, and people tell me it's the best thing I do. I can't be the judge of that. I kind of like my radio program. I kind of like my book, et cetera, et cetera. But, yeah, whatever. eGardens is... Um, available to you all you have to do is subscribe to it sign up for it it's free always will be and i promise you i will never ever spam you or give or sell your name or uh, email address to anybody anybody ever for any reason so in other words you'll never get anything from me or from anyone else that says hey since you're a subscriber to neil spray's e-gardens we thought you'd like to know about this or that i don't do that the only extraneous one you might ever get would be if there's a major weather event coming through or a plague of locusts or something else and i think you'll say hey i'm glad he did that well neil spray's e-gardens five stories each time uh, this time i have a, a lengthy story i worked very hard on uh, about 20 25 of the most common landscape plants that we have and how they are reacting to the cold damage that they faced four weeks ago that's one of the stories another is a featured plant of the week another of the stories i always will do is gardening this weekend where i point out the things that need to be done in the next three or four days. This time, uh, Diane Sitton has a wonderful story on whirly gigs in the landscape. Uh, you can see this latest issue that went out uh, 36 hours or so hours ago by going to my website where you sign up for eGardens. That's at neilsperry.com. Click on the eGardens tab. And uh, you can not only sign up, you can also see the issue from March 11. That's at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. 
How can you get the best bang for your buck when you go nursery shopping? I always recommend that folks choose container-grown plants. They'll always reestablish in their new homes more quickly than bald and burlap counterparts. Larger 3- and 5- and 10- and even 20-gallon plants will save you one to several years of waiting, and they'll make a more dramatic statement in their surroundings. However, not all plants in any one size of a container will be the same. Using dwarf yopons as an example, you may find 5-gallon plants that are smaller than 2-gallon plants at another nursery, so shop until you find exactly what you're looking for. As you are comparing sizes and prices, compare the plant's vigor as well. Don't buy any plant that appears to be weak and troubled, whether by neglect, by insects, or diseases. If the plants seem to be yellowed and in need of fertilizer, keep on shopping. Nurseries ought to know how to take care of their stock. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Everywhere you go, you hear about eGardens. There you are. You better just go ahead and sign up for it, don't you think? Let me tell you right now about Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. These are the people who do the best roofs in town. Wouldn't you want the best roof on your house? We did. That's why we called Wortham Brothers three years ago. I am so glad that we did. You know, it's almost four years ago that we had quite a hailstorm that came through our neighborhood. We went to town. We had some errands to run. We said, you know what, let's just go park in a safe place. We didn't have a, uh, yeah, it's a sore subject. My wife's not listening, so I'll tell you. I have my wood workshop in our garage, and I used to turn pens as a fundraiser, and that takes the place where the car would be. So we went to town. We parked in a place <laughs> that would protect the car, and uh, but we thought the hail missed us because it hit there. And our car was safe. We were under that cover. And we came home. Didn't see a lot of damage to trees and things. And apparently we were right in the path of the hailstorm. And we found out, uh, well, we kind of had an inkling because the neighbors started putting up signs that their roofs were going to be repaired by this and that company. And their little paper signs. I never heard of those companies. And um, then a few months later, we began to develop some roof problems. And I called Wortham Brothers and said, yeah, you have hail damage. We, they went up on the roof and, and uh, did a, a home inspection, which you can get, which is absolutely free. And they will tell you if there's a damage. And we then pursued, uh, with that in, in mind, the insurance company. Wortham Brothers worked with our settlement after we finished with the insurance company. They worked with that to show us the best value for our roof with an impact resistant roof that has saved us a lot of money on insurance with uh, continuous ridge vents that I frankly didn't know anything about that have saved us a lot on our summertime cooling heating uh, oh, it'd be cooling bills I get this right and they were a delight to work with and I just really can tell you with great conviction this is the roofing company you want to do business with they're a second generation family business serving the entire north texas area give them a call let them give you a bid let them take a look at your roof just like we did 972-562-5788 wortham brothers roofing company 972-562-5788 the real news and information on COVID-19 and vaccinations. The Texas Department of State Health Services expanding eligibility for COVID shots to Category 1C. At the top and bottom of every hour. Which includes anyone ages 50 to 64. 570 KLIF. KLIF.com. I want to go back to my Wortham Brothers ad and add to it their website, wbroofing.com. I knew I'd forgotten something, and that's wbroofing.com, Wortham Brothers. I'll tell you about my own website now, and that is where you can order my latest book. It's also where you can sign up for my electronic newsletter. And I, by the way, on the book, that book is uh, this is an urgency to that one because uh, I'll be out of the fourth printing of my book uh, sometime over this weekend. Uh, Gretchen in my office is keeping close tabs on the numbers, and I'm pretty sure by Monday we will not have any books left of the fourth printing uh, sometime during the day, Monday, maybe before. Uh, also on my website, you'll see my 1001 Frequently Asked Questions. That will be of help to you, and just a whole lot more going on. Neil Sperry's, uh, neilsperry.com. 
I uh, hope you'll go there. hope you'll take a look around. A lot of information on Rose Rosette virus and diagnosing St. Augustine problems. Those are things I just leave archived there because they come up so often. NeilSperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. I'm Mark Suriai from Mr. C's Ace Hardware in Hearst. When you need reliable, localized help and great lawn and garden products, outdoor power equipment, or hardware for your home, come see us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. All right. Thank you very much, Mark. Let's uh, go to Ray in Plano. Ray, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good morning, Ray. I really enjoy your show, and it's a pleasure to be on with you this morning. Thank you. We are live, and just so that I, I, I will continue to prove that to folks, it is afternoon, but go ahead. Um, I have a question about native pecan trees. I have two in my backyard, and something is boring holes in them. I noticed this morning, went over and looked at one closely, and there's there's uh, moisture or sap or something inside most of the holes, and uh some little gnats or something flying around there. It looks like they're drinking it. All right. And so these holes are in rows or are they just random? Uh, both. Some are random, single holes, or there'll be two holes close together. But there is also uh, some that are in row. There's one that has nine holes in a row that are kind of not straight across the the trunk of the tree, but kind of at a diagonal, and they're fairly large holes. I can almost get my pinky finger in in the big ones. Right, uh, Ray. I would need to see that to be able to help you, uh, because uh, it's possible that the individual holes are the beginning of a row, and uh, to to kind of put it in reverse order. The rows mm-hmm. of holes are caused by sapsuckers or by woodpeckers, and uh, they're they're pretty much harmless. They don't indicate that there's any problem, and they don't cause a problem unless they are just riddling a tree. I've had a couple of uh, hollies where where woodpeckers have gotten on them and just gone back and forth and back and forth, but that's very rare, and I've never seen it happen to uh, to excess on my pecans or my live oaks. Those are two other trees that that uh, they'll get on um, and and when they start you'll get a row that may be eight or ten holes or it may be more than that and sometimes when you look closely at the trunk you'll see some places where there are one or two holes just because that's where they started and they got scared away right. um, they they come back and feed on the sap and that's why you're seeing the sap I wouldn't necessarily be concerned about it if the trees are healthy uh, otherwise, if you wanted to contact an arborist and have them come look at the tree, you could certainly do that. I would watch in the spring and see how uh, vigorous the tree the uh, trees are when they leaf out. That's going to be your better indication. But I, I'm not terribly concerned about the trees. I live in a pecan forest. I have a lot of oaks as well. Those are the two uh, trees that, that woodpeckers go after most commonly. I see them on my trees all the time. And I've never seen them do any damage of any any measure. Well, I think you answered my question because I have seen a woodpecker uh, several times, different days, on the one tree. Um, so that's probably what's attacking. Yeah, and they're and they're interesting to watch, and they they really don't do any harm to the trees. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't worry about it. You can't you can't harm a woodpecker; they're protected anyway. I I enjoy watching them. They're they're, they're kind of comedic in their work, and uh, I feel sorry for them. I'd hate to make my living that way. <laughs> so I, I I can't introduce the woodpecker to my BB gun. I would rather you didn't. <laughs> All right. Uh, Send him over you. to our house. He's welcome here. No, I like watching him. That's Thank great. you, Neil. I sure appreciate that. You're invite. welcome. Have a wonderful afternoon. Thanks for the call. Let's go to Sarah in Dallas. Sarah, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. Thank you so much. Sure. Um, great to be on your show. Thank uh, you. I have a question um, about the pre-emergence for weeds. I've got quite a large yard, and about five years ago, we did weed and seed on it, and you know, in early March, and it turns out the, the weeds got stealth. They were dark green, hardy-like plants. 
you know, in the yard. So I said, never again. I tried another product called Weed Beater from, I believe oh, it was no. Holloway. And, and uh, the, the Weed Beater, it's doing the same thing. I put it out two weeks ago today. And the, I go outside this morning. The weeds are stealth. The program was to wet the yard, put the, put the weed beater on that, let it go two days. The weed beater would kill the, the existing weeds on top because the moisture would adhere to the, the granules. And then in two days, water it in with your sprinklers, and then you would, you would catch the pre-emergent. Well, the weeds are coming out fast and furious, and the ones that were there are all the much stronger and bigger. So did I kind of shoot myself in the foot by doing this pre-emergent again? Well, first of all, let me let me back up just a little bit on pre-emergence. I'm not going to address the weed beater right now. I'm just talking about pre-emergence in general. Okay. Uh, so so very often, uh, people see weeds in in early March, and they say, "Well, he's talking about putting out pre-emergence. Why would I do that? I already have the weeds already out there. He's uh, way off base on this. The weeds that we see in uh, in late February and March, all of March." all of March until the 1st of April, the weeds that we see are not going to be impacted by pre-emergence that we put out in March. These are weeds that germinated in September. When I talk about putting out a pre-emergent application between the 25th of August and the 5th of September, it's for the weeds that you're looking at right now. Those are cool I season see, weeds. I see. Those grew. Okay. Those are those are cool season weeds that grew in the fall, kind of like blue bonnets do. I'm not I'm not attacking blue bonnets with pre-emergent, but but my point is that there are plants that germinate in the fall and they they establish deep roots over the over the fall and the early part of the winter, and then they just burst forth when it turns warm in normally in February, not this year. They burst forth and all of a sudden, wow, where did those come from? And so people say, Neil, you are full of gas. You are wrong. The pre-emergent didn't do a bit of good. I put it out first of March and look at these things. Two weeks later, look at this. And 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 the ones that we're trying to control now are crabgrass and graspers with the application. And those don't show up until uh, mid-April, 1st of May. We put the pre-emergent out now, and, and the little seedlings, if they were going to come up, would be just tiny. You wouldn't be able to notice them at this point. So that's 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 the that's the purpose of pre-emergence before they emerge. Um, now, as far as weed beater, I haven't used that product myself, so I don't know how it operates uh, firsthand. But I know that you're supposed to put it on with the wet foliage. And Bonite is the manufacturer of that product, and they are highly respected. That's a, a good product. There may have okay. been some, some – I'd encourage you to try it again if you still have some. Try it again and maybe vary the technique that you used because it's a very respected product, and I'd, I'd sure give it another try. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, and, and the pre-emergent aspect of, of Weed Beater Complete – it's not going to be for anything you can see now. It's going to be for the summertime weeds, of gra uh, grass burrs and crabgrass. And the post-emergent, meaning after it emerges, after it's growing, is for the weeds you can see now. So that's that's the thing. Uh, you also made a comment early in your in your explanation of weed and feed, and and you will never hear me use that phrase as a recommendation. I, I, oh yeah. <laughs> those two just don't go together in the spring because the the weed killer has to be put on. Uh, the the pre-emergent weed killer has to be put on the first two weeks of March most years, a little later this year, and the fertilizer shouldn't go on until April. Okay, okay. So do you do you advise putting it on again and just waiting until we we're supposed to get be getting rain? The grass would be really wet at that point, and putting it trying trying it again, it's worth it. I would. I would, yeah, I'd wait and see what happens tonight with the rain that's being forecast. I don't know how much rain we're going to get. Every time I count on rain, it either we either get you know uh, 0.0005 hundredths of an inch of rain, or we get five inches, and <laughs> you just can't count yeah. on it. So it's better better <laughs> that you and I put water on on our own terms and count on nature to do it for us. So I'd wait until tomorrow and make your decision based on what happens. 
Oh, okay. All right. Well, thank you again, Neil. Thanks you so much. You are very welcome. Appreciate your call very much. Take care. All right, that opens two lines now. I'll give them both to you. We have another hour, so it's uh, – and we have Patrick in Arlington coming up next. 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening is my book. Chapter 2 is the chapter that tells you – when to do all of these important things. It's 48 pages, four pages per month. It tells you in there that this is the time to put out pre-emergent weed killers and it explains why and when and it's for the whole state. It explains early March in uh, or late February in deep south Texas, early March in north central Texas and uh, late March in the Panhandle. Etc. Etc. But that's just that's just one fact, and there are 48 pages of facts, and so I hope that uh, that chapter will be as valuable for you as it is for most people. People tell me, Neil, that chapter pays for the whole book. When to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants that you're growing in your landscape and garden. That's chapter two. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas. What you need to know about the hardiness zones in Texas. And frankly, I'm going to tell you, I have the 1990 map in there as well as the 2012 map to show you why you need to use that 1990 map it's hard to find it online but i have it in the in the book for you that's the one you need to refer to this winter proved that to be the case when you start choosing plants and then chapters 3 through 11 cover trees shrubs vines ground covers annuals perennials lawns fruit and vegetables i sign every book as i sell it the book is not in stores and it's not on Amazon. Every book that I sell goes right out of my house uh, to the post office. It's a small business America, but I've loved it that way. This is the fourth printing of the book. It's lasted us 10 months, and those 15,000 books are just about gone now. Uh, they will be gone by Monday sometime. If you want to get a copy of it, you need to order today. For my website would be the, the, the better way, because if you're going to call my office, you'll have to wait till Monday, and they may be gone by then. This is the last weekend I'll be doing ads for it on the radio. $34.95 plus tax and postage, satisfaction complete. Completely guaranteed or I'll refund every penny. 60,000 copies sold. Not one request for a refund yet. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Order it now and I'll get it signed and in the mail early next week. NeilSperry.com is the website. If you just don't order things online, you can call my office Monday morning. 800-752-GROW. 800-752-4769. But the better way is at Neil Sperry. Com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney. If you can't join us for worship in person, then please join us on your computer. We live stream at 10.05. Go to sharingtheheart.org, click on sermons, or join us on Facebook. Our 10.05 sermon is carried on Facebook Live. See you on the Internet. God bless you, and have a beautiful day. All right, we'll have Pastor Tommy on with us live to do some bird talking in about 45 or 50 minutes, and I'll ask him about the hummingbirds, etc. He is uh, he is a, a wonderful pastor. That's our church. And by the way, uh, it will be uh, online only for the next couple weeks, but the week after Easter, uh, there will be limited seating in back in the sanctuary, and he is pretty pumped about that. That's uh, sharing the heart Dot org is our website for our church, First United Methodist Church, downtown McKinney. Let me tell you about Wild Birds Unlimited. That's one of Tommy's favorite places to shop and mine as well for all of your wild bird feeding needs. Uh, whether you're feeding the uh, migratory birds from the north that are just about ready to head back to the north like goldfinches and the uh, pine siskins and some of the other less common birds. Oh, we've had some wonderful birds from clear up in Canada this the, uh, what is it, orange crowned warbler from British Columbia and way north. Oh, my goodness, north of the Arctic Circle, some of the birds that we've had. It's been really a fun time this winter watching the birds, all the way to our native blue jays that are just so much fun to watch. We've had a great time. Wild Birds Unlimited, the McKinney store is at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway, right beside the Hallmark store, which is right beside the Tom Thumb store. And you know where that is, so there you go. Birdie is the Cheryl Miller 
who prefers that you call her Birdie, is the owner, and this store has been selected as the store of the year out of, I forget how many there are, 162 Wild Bird Un Birds Unlimited stores. They are so named for their service, for their selection, just for the store itself. Great store. You'll love it. Let them share that enthusiasm of nature with you as they have with our grandson and with me. That's Wild Birds Unlimited, WBU.com slash DFW, and look for McKinney. Just go to the McKinney store, and you'll see all about it. Open Monday through Saturday, closed on Sundays. Wild Birds Unlimited. Again, the uh, street address I have right here at 3001 South Harden Boulevard, just south of El Dorado Parkway. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together. I'm Mike from Grand Prairie Ace Hardware. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. All right. Thank you, sir. And let's go back to the phone lines. Um, a lot of these questions I can help you very quickly with. I'll, I'll give you a heads up on that. If you're just wondering how plants are going to react, I actually addressed a lot of them in eGardens. If you go to my eGardens on my website and click on the latest issue of it there on the eGardens uh, uh, page, a uh, tab, you'll see uh, uh, what I said about a lot of these. Let me go to Patrick in Arlington. I didn't address this one. How can I help you, Patrick? Hey, uh, thanks for taking my call, Neil. Yes, sir. Um, I have a bay laurel tree that I've had for uh, at least eight years, maybe longer. Uh, bought it in a six-inch pot. It's probably in about a 20-gallon pot now. Um, it's uh, probably six feet tall, wingspan of about three or more feet. Uh, it, we couldn't get it inside, and it, it was outside in all that weather. Um, the leaves have uh, turned from a brilliant green to a dull brown and they're curled up and limp. Uh, some of the very end of the very thinnest uh, branches are a little brittle, but if you go back, you know, towards the center a little more, uh, I've taken a knife and kind of shaved off a little of the bark and it's green under there. Um, <laughs> is a miracle going to happen to him get, get to keep my tree or I think or it would be, I think it would be a miracle, but it's, I mean, it, it just depends. I, I can't answer that. You're going to have to wait and see. Uh, they are not very reliably winter hardy this far North. And especially when, when they're in pots, you lose about 20 degrees of hardiness zone, about two hardiness zones worth of difference uh, when they're in pots above ground. That's why nurserymen rush to put plants into unheated greenhouses just to get them out of the uh, out of the wind and out of the uh, complete low temperatures. Uh, so all I can suggest is wait and see. That green coloration is a is a pigment within the wood, and it will remain uh, after a plant gotcha. is gone. Good luck with it. You'll know within another two or three weeks. All right, I appreciate it. You bet. Thank you very much. Brenda and Travis in Quitman and Dallas, respectively, please hang on. We'll get you right on the other side of the news. Folks, we have one open line. If you'd like to grab it, you can see how quickly they're filling. It's 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. 